Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I got on, took a little gander the other day. Didn't even realize that I have a ton of new reviews on this podcast. So to just say thanks, I wanted to read a couple of them. This one's from Gigi Julie. She says, wow, just wow. It's a five-star review. This girl gets it. I am taking home tools every time I listen. Tools that inspire me, help me deal with the curves life is constantly throwing at me, help me center myself and find peace and joy. I never thought I could come this far this quickly. Thank you, Lizzie. Oh my gosh, you're welcome, Julie. Um, This one is from, it was the end of December in 2020, Rising Stronger, five-star review. She titles it, So Many Helpful Ideas. I love the new and insightful thoughts that Lizzie shares. I am not currently in the postpartum period, but I have a mental health I have mental health challenges triggered by motherhood, and it is so helpful for me. The thing I love the most is that she gives me the tools to figure out solutions for my own life in an encouraging way. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world, Lizzie. Dang, this is like my first time reading some of these. Uh, I just want to say to Rising Stronger, thank you for this review, and I want you to know, and everybody here listening to know, this this is totally not a podcast just for postpartum women. I mean, that is the title and that is my story. And I do definitely weave in a lot of postpartum themes, but postpartum is in the greater context of motherhood. So maternal mental health, motherhood, mental health, mental health in a woman, as it relates to her motherhood, that is what we are here for. Let me read one more. This is from Elizabeth Walker, 1719. She says, gratitude for postpartum, um, five stars. I am 15 months postpartum and have been struggling with postpartum depression for four plus years since the birth of our first child. My life has been full of anger, sadness, depression, anxiety since my my daughter was born 15 months ago. Our story involves trauma where I almost died. The aftermath was a version of me that I did not recognize. It impacted my marriage, how I interacted with my children and me. I found Lizzie here and listened to one of her episodes. As I was unloading the dishwasher and listening to why anger is a part of postpartum depression, I realized she understood me. I I immediately messaged for a free consult, which I did, and then signed up to meet with her weekly. The transformation of my life is remarkable. In a short time, Lizzie has helped me move past the anger and hurt of our birth story. I know who this is. I am gentler, more loving to me, and more loving to others. What I love about Lizzie in person and in podcast is that one, she has had birth trauma and postpartum depression herself. Two, she speaks truth lovingly and gently. And three, she has a remarkable gift to, that's all caps, gift (laughs) to help postpartum depression moms heal, restore, and grow. I am so much stronger because of Lizzie. I listen to her podcasts often while meeting with her. I am thankful that God led me to her and excited to see how she will help me with my marriage, family, expectations, and how I will be a better mama. And then four hearts, red ones. Thank you. Oh my gosh. There's even more. So more to come. I'll try not to binge you all. (laughs) I think three is enough for today, but that gives me the warm and fuzzies. I love this podcast. I love this place and I love being here with you guys. 
Today, I want to teach you about the ego, which is basically your brain. In psychology, where we hear the term ego. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I did not realize for the longest time how in my brain I was and how much my ego was running my life. So I've told you on this podcast that the brain avoids pain, seeks pleasure, likes to take the past of le- the path of least resistance, likes to do what's familiar, comfortable, easy, and all that stuff. And that's true. But I've also learned through energy work, I've been learning more about um, the brain and well, re- really the ego. And what I've learned is that the ego is also hungry to have an identity. And identity is really important to your ego. So in contrast, just to, by example, your spirit doesn't need an identity. Like you don't need to have a name. I'm not saying that, you know, our spirit inside of our body doesn't have a name. I don't have an opinion on that. But what I know is that when it comes to motherhood, sometimes we, our identity feels so changed so drastically. We don't do the same things we used to. And literally we're not even called Lizzie by our children, you know, or your first name, insert your name here. We're called mom. We take on a completely new identity. Now we're still who we are, but for the ego, we're also not. And anytime that you have an identity change in any way, you're going to have grief, suffering, you're going to feel loss. And if you don't know that that's coming and you're not able to recognize it, it's going to get buried under the surface or possibly and or stuck in your body. And you're going to end up depressive, anxious, um, snapping at your kids and not knowing why. So if that's you, I want you to know that it's possible that, especially if you're a first time mom, but this happens even going from two to three babies or three to four babies or et cetera, four to five and beyond. For any time you are the mother of three, that's your identity is I'm a mom of three, right? If you were at a party and you were introducing yourself, my name's Lizzie, I love volleyball and singing and coaching, and I'm a mom of three kids. And then you have a fourth baby. You are no longer a mom of three kids. You are a mom of four. And I know that to the conscious logical brain, it's like, okay, no big deal. But to your ego, it is a big deal. It's a big deal. Anytime you shift identity, it's kind of an upheaval uh, for your ego and And a lot of times for your confidence, um, for your centeredness, for your groundedness, literally for your chakras, um, not to mention childbirth and all the other things that come up postpartum. So I wanted to teach you about this so that you can help gently guide your ego. I want you to think about your ego like a child, okay? A child who was just told that they are no longer going to be a soccer player. They're going to be a baseball player. Maybe the team was too full. Maybe you couldn't afford to take them. Maybe it was too far away. Maybe they just closed down because of COVID, right? Imagine how your child is going to react if they go from thinking and believing they're, they're on a soccer team and they're a soccer player to I'm now a baseball player or whatever sport. It's not just going to be like, oh, okay. I mean, maybe on the rare chance you might have a kid that really doesn't care, but most of the time that ego is going to be like, what? You know, the ego is the part of you that always wants to know what's going to happen in the future, that loves plans. And that is very uncomfortable with not knowing, right? Because everything that happens, your ego is talking to you about it through language and putting labels on it. So let's say you're walking down the street and you see a tree, pure consciousness or your heart space is just like the tree just is. There's, there's no words needed. You just see the tree, you feel the tree, you connect with the energy of the tree. It's there is just, it's neutral. It just is there and you experience the tree, but the ego 
wants to talk to you about the tree in your conscious mind. Like, oh, that tree's so pretty. It reminds me of my grandma's tree. I wonder how my grandma's doing today, blah, 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 blah. And on you go. Okay. So that's our ego. Um, so when you talk about postpartum, postpartum is an identity game. It is a time of helping the ego and kind of coaching the ego along like you would that child who is now not a soccer player, a baseball player. Well, let's use that as an example. Okay. And then we'll come back to your ego. If you were to tell that to your child and you knew that they had their heart set on soccer and you're like, I know, but honey, the team is too full. They can't take any more kids. And none of the, the teams in the league that were in your age group have any more room, but we looked up other sports and we found baseball and it's right across from our house and your friend Tommy's doing it too. You're going to love it, right? Like you would kind of have to sell it to him. And maybe even if you did sell it to him, he'd be like, but mom, I really wanted to do soccer and I already like picked out the cleats I want and blah, 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 right? And so he's kind of in that world because his ego has been already bringing and pulling parts of that into his identity. He's got to learn how to not just be excited about baseball. He can't be excited about baseball. He cannot be excited about baseball until he releases the um, attachment to this identity of being a soccer player and, and to that plan and to that expectation, right? A lot of us, when expectations change, we don't do well. This is the ego. And this is just a matter of managing the ego. So coming back to you, your ego postpartum, let's say you went from zero babies to being a mom. That is a huge shift for your ego, for your identity as a, like you're no longer just, you are a woman and you are a wife, but now you took on a new identity And you also are no longer, you know, I'm going to use Lizzie, but insert your name, Lizzie without kids, Sarah without kids, Madeline without kids. Now you are Lizzie with kids. You know, it's like you will never be the same again ever, right? You are the same, but you also aren't. And there is a grieving that your, your, um, ego goes through. And you're going to want to be able to, number one, notice that. And depression is the number one sign. I'm not even going to say depression. I'm going to say depressiveness. Anxiety is also a sign from your subconscious to you that this needs attention. So number one, recognize that it's there. And those are two really good signs. But other signs could be chronic pain. You can have chronic pain that won't go away. Now, chronic pain can be related to stored emotions of any kind. Um, and it doesn't just have to be this grief related to your identity and your ego. So I just want to say, if you're having chronic pain, if you're feeling anxious or depressive, it's not necessarily to do with, um, the identity shift and the ego. But if I'm speaking about this to you and you're like, Oh yes, I can see that. I haven't really given time and attention to that. Chances are this is a factor for you. So like I was saying before, there are three steps and I'll just touch on each of them briefly. And then if you want more help with this, if you don't want to be anxious and depressive, if you are feeling as you listen to this episode that you have some un, um, unattended to or unresolved grief or trauma or anything like that, that's coming up now postpartum, give me a ring, you know? So just go book a consult. The the little spiel will be at the end of this. It's just lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. So number one, you're going to want to identify that energy. Number two, you're going to want to gather it. And number three, you're going to want to release it. And I like to add on, not just release it, but replace it with love and light. Okay. So light is light and love is the emotion that is the highest vibration. And so the best cure for depressiveness and anxiousness is actually love. 
Love for yourself is often what I realize as I look back before I really understood more within the world of energy stuff. Um, I realized that that's ultimately what I was guiding people towards is love for themselves. And that love was literally releasing and then replacing old negative stored emotions, or maybe not even very old, maybe recent past, right? That have just happened with the birth of your baby and postpartum. But that is actually the solution. Emotionally speaking, depression and anxiety are emotionally based issues. I mean, there are cases in which it's more physical, but oftentimes even physical imbalances like hormones and chemical imbalances in the brain and even mineral, mineral imbalances are actually all chain reaction effects of stored energy in your body. So really quickly, I'll just tell you that I was just actually taught this by my client today, who is the bomb.com like nutrition mineral lady. Um, she was just telling me how when um, we notice mineral imbalances, which then can translate to hormonal imbalances, which a lot of people think that depression and anxiety postpartum, they, they're like, oh, I just need to get my hormones regulated. Yes, but ultimately the stem root cause is actually the energy that's taking up space in your body and vibrating in a way that is messing with hormones and minerals. Um, so an emotion, an emotion, which is energy that gets trapped. And the reason it gets trapped is because you probably didn't have enough awareness at the time of it's happening in order to process it all. Or if you did have the awareness, it was just too overwhelming for your body, for your system, for your ability to process it. And so those things can get stored. Um, and so that can actually be the foundation of a lot of hurting, a lot of pain, a lot of, um, imbalances and depression and anxiety are just an extension of those imbalances. So let's start with where we go, which is just noticing it. And honestly, I think you've checked that box just by listening to this podcast. I've given you enough information to kind of look at your life and your symptoms and be like, okay, is this identity grief, um, happening? Number two is gathering it. So what that means is you, now I do this in my sessions, in my group coaching program that I'm launching right now, or whenever you hear this, if we're not doing group coaching and there's like a membership or I don't even know what's to come here at Lizzie Langston, as we grow, we keep growing, (laughs) but, um, however, to work with me, we do this. So I, I do this work with my clients, but, um, gathering the energy means with intention, asking yourself, when was the first time that I remember feeling this feeling? Um, I will say that the tricky part is some of you guys listening, you want to get to the bottom of it. You want to gather it and find it and you won't be able to because there is, um, and I don't say that, you know, it just, it sucks. There's a lot of us that are just so kind of disconnected with ourselves that even if we wanted to find an emotion, we are like, where do we even begin? Right. Um, there has to be a certain level of connection with yourself to be able to identify these things on your own. The good news is I can connect on your behalf with your body and I can help you find these things and release them. Um, because I am like a super connector woman and you can get there too, but it's you, you, okay. I can't talk. (laughs) You first have to restore a connection with yourself. Um, I was just talking to somebody today on a consult who was having a hard time reconnecting with themselves. That is the main issue. I want you to know that is the main issue is there's this obliviousness, this disconnect within ourselves, which comes from us getting swept into this new identity of motherhood. We throw ourselves full force into the identity of mom that we disconnect and kind of neglect the identity of Lizzie or whatever your name is, right? Who you were before baby. That's such an important identity to continue keeping and having if you want balance in your body and emotionally and mentally. 
Okay. So gather it up, but ways to do this. I like to just put my hand on my heart and I like to pretend that my hand is an energy, um, sucker. And, um, as like, as I put my hand on my heart, or maybe if you have pain in a certain part of your, your body, you can put your hand on that part of your body. And I want you to just imagine with intention that you are gathering the energy to that one place. Um, where your hand is. And then when you're ready, you can tell it to release and you can release it. Now, once you do that, it's literally done, but I like to invite it to be replaced with love and light. And I, you can actually learn how to transmute um, that emotion in your body from sadness or fear or whatever it is to love and light in the same instant. But for me right now, I'm just releasing them and then inviting them to be replaced by love and light. Um, this is not rocket science. It's actually easy. And it's so easy that the, the ego, which likes things that are familiar and not new, likes to kind of poke fun or downplay this or be really skeptical. So if you're feeling any of that right now, if you're like, oh, that's a bunch of hullabaloo, <laughs> I've always wanted to say that on the podcast. Perfect. Check. Um, if, if you're finding yourself really skeptical, don't worry. You're in good company. Most people feel skeptical. I would just say stick with this podcast because I'm going to keep giving you little insights and dosages into the healing power, which I believe comes to us and is possible through the atonement of Jesus Christ. I am a Christ-centered healer and energy worker person. So I just want you to know that um, you got to give the glory to God. But when you do and when you um, invite him in, truly you can emotionally release, um, it's possible. And you are a healer. We are all healers because we are cut from the same quilt as God, spiritually speaking, and through his, the, the gracious and generous, um, power and atonement of our savior, Jesus Christ, we can be healed. I really know that's true. So I have a group starting April 2nd, 2021. Uh, if you listen to this episode after that date, don't worry. I'm sure I have something for you. Just keep listening. But if you guys get this episode in the next week or so, I just want you to know that we're going, baby. I've got like a half a dozen women in there so far, and we've got room for probably a half a dozen or so more. So if you want to join us, we're going to be doing um, energy work and healing that way. We're also going to be doing traditional coaching. I mean, to me, they're kind of one and one. They're one and all. We just blend them together beautifully. Um, you don't need to worry about that. I'll just give you whatever you need um, as you want to be coached. We meet weekly. We're going to be meeting weekly Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And it's $1,000 for the three months. And if you want to join us, I think you should. It'd be amazing. So go to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult to do a 30 minute consult with me for group coaching. I will just say that vulnerability equals connection and connection is literally, I just finished saying it's a connection to yourself and to others, but especially to yourself that you actually need. So we have a Facebook group that we're going to join. Everybody in the group will join that Facebook group. And one of the rules is that like, yes, we're there to support each other, but we're also there for ourselves. And we're the main relationship you want to bolster, even though it's so fun to be around other friends is your relationship with yourself. So we're all going to be alongside each other as peers, strengthening our relationship with ourselves together, reviving it, revitalizing it, healing it, restoring, releasing trapped negative emotions, um, that are creating anxiousness and depressiveness postpartum and restoring them with light, love, truth. You do not have to be postpartum to join this group. 
Okay. I understand that there's a lot of moms on this podcast, as we read in the reviews today that, uh, don't really identify as postpartum, but are, are struggling with mental health stuff and other symptoms that are coming up along their path of motherhood. And I want you to know you are more than welcome and invited. So this is not just postpartum exclusive. Okay. So to do that again, lizzielangston.com forward slash consult, and we'll talk to you guys next week. I love you. Bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.